Good news for bull haulers, calf selling options, and lots more. Crew, let's ranch it in. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners. Be sure to check them out, by the way. Imogene Ingredients and Pharmatan. Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com. Got more coming up from them. Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, a.k.a. The Boss Lady, a.k.a. Kicking Cancer's Butt. You're That's doing a great, right. You're doing a great job. How are you feeling, Aww. by the way? Thank you so much. I, You know, it's been a tough road here and there, but I really am not going to complain about it whatsoever. I have something to potentially cheer you up and, oh. and maybe something to potentially get your blood boiling a little bit. But what is coming up here in just a few weeks? Besides Thanksgiving. I, I know the countdown for the NFR has started. Boom! Oh, yeah. Vegas, baby. The NFR, <laughs> the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. But here is an update for for everybody and for you. Is this going to raise my blood pressure? This is going to raise a lot of people's oh, blood boy. pressure. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's okay. hear it. Because uh, we're hopefully we can get there. Hopefully we can get out there to the PRCA convention. We'll see. You know, don't, don't, Bert and Franny don't hold us to the fire yet. But to my knowledge, as of this point, according to the Nevada mandate, you must wear a mask at the NFR and Cowboy Christmas in Las Vegas. Don't shoot the messenger on this. This is, this is just what I'm, what I'm finding out. Now, uh, diving into this a little bit Mm -hmm. deeper, it was the same way for the PBR finals that was just recently. Oh, okay. That's good to know. I guess I didn't realize they were requiring it there. But NFR, they're saying masks up. They're saying masks up, and we'll we'll see how you and I behave. I'll behave, Beck. I'll I'll behave. You believe that? I thought you were insinuating I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Vegas, you've been warned. Cow Country News. You know, the cow stuff. Here's what's going on in the newsroom in our Cow Country News, brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Our top news story, and this is important stuff here, bipartisan infrastructure framework delivers a win for livestock haulers. Check this out, crew. The House voted 228 to 206 to send the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act to the president's desk. The bill makes a historic investment to rebuild America's roads and bridges and rails, ensuring every American has access, and this is what's important too, to high-speed internet and strengthen supply chains by making long-overdue improvements to our nation's ports, our airports, rail, and roads. But most notably, for livestock haulers, for you bull haulers out there, provisions under Senator Deb Fisher's Halls Act are included within the bipartisan infrastructure framework. Here's what it says, and this is why this is a huge win. Livestock haulers are now granted 150 air miles radius from the origin and destination of their trip. This effectively allows livestock haulers to travel an additional 300 miles while exempt from the restrictive hours of service regulations. Got it? 150 miles from your origin, And 150 miles from your destination, getting exempt from hours of service. The language included within the bipartisan infrastructure framework helps prevent the situation of 
having a livestock hauler to run out of hours when they're just mere miles from their destination. A big thank you goes out to the U.S. Cattlemen's Association, Jess Peterson, Steve Hilker, Leah Biondo, y'all are great, everybody, for their work in achieving a recurring exemption from the electronic logging devices mandate for livestock haulers. Going to be following this one. Big win for you bull haulers out there. Our Way Em Up Sale Barn Report is brought to you by Downtown Threads Oklahoma. That's who keeps us in the swag, the Ranch It Up gear. Tis the season crew. Just go to ranchitupshow.com. Order yours today for that unique, that special gift for someone. Wink, wink. You're picking up what I'm throwing at you. Just head to ranchitupshow.com. Order yours today or get a hold of me. I can help you out too. Today, we are going to Oklahoma. This is by request, a summary from Oklahoma. The first week in November, over just a tick over 30,000 head is what's reported. Here's the numbers. Let's start on the steers. Four to four and a half weights in Oklahoma. That first week in November, here's what I got. 167 to 196. Four and a half to five weight steers at $1.55 to $1.89. Five to five and a half weights at $1.56 to $1.80 and a half. Five and a half to six weight steers at dollar forty eight to a dollar seventy three. Six to six and a half weights at a dollar thirty eight to a dollar seventy seven and a half. Six and a half to seven weights at a dollar thirty six to a dollar sixty two. Seven to seven and a half weights at a dollar twenty five to a dollar sixty four. On to the heifer side, recapping Oklahoma that first week in November four to four and a half weights at a dollar thirty to a dollar sixty five. Four and a half up to five weights at a dollar twenty seven to a dollar sixty five. Five to five and a half weights at a dollar twenty two to a dollar fifty three. Five and a half to six weights at a dollar twenty to a dollar fifty five and a half. Six to six and a half weights at a dollar nineteen to a dollar fifty four and a half. Six and a half to seven weights at a dollar ten to a dollar sixty. Seven to seven and a half weights at a dollar sixteen to a dollar fifty six. Seven and a half to eight weight females at a dollar nine to a dollar fifty five. The way up cows, the breakers from fifty two up to seventy three and a half, and then the way up bulls coming in at fifty eight to eighty one. Tigger Tour 21. The Tigger Tour is proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear. Crew, order online at MedoraBoot.com. You know, it's not the Tigger Tour any longer. You know this right, don't you, I understand. Tigger? I mean, I will give you that, though. Where, Tigger. I, where I go, you go. That's there you go. There you go. All right, here, this is what's Tigger happening tour on has our a nice, tour. a nice little ring, though, right? It did. It did. I'll give you that. All right. All right. <laughs> this here is a big one. Starting next week, November 15th, and running through the 30th, the Great Northern Livestock Exposition in Cheyenne, Wyoming. The Great Northern Livestock Exposition will feature open and junior cattle, sheep, and goat shows. Follow them on Facebook at Great Northern Livestock Expo or GreatNorthernLivestockExpo.com. We have it on the list to make an appearance. Depending on how I'm feeling, let's just keep our fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. We'll be there. Now, be sure to contact us here at the Ranch It Up office to promo what is happening in your area and to get the Ranch It Up crew to swing in and visit and say a quick howdy-do. After the break, Tigger reaches into the magic book, answers listener questions, and has some calf-selling options when we come back. 
Whether it's shipping a potload of calves, hauling cow-calf pairs, or delivering a horse, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services is committed to the humane handling and care of your livestock. Our professional team of transporters have over 30 years' experience and are BQA certified. Check out David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services at roughridecattleservices.com or on Facebook. Thank you for trusting David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services for all your livestock transportation needs. Calves have been given their fall shots, they're weaned and sent down the road. Congrats on a year well done, by the way. But now what? What's next? Well, crew, I want to talk genetics with y'all. It does not matter if we have one cow or we have a hundred, if we feed one steer or we feed a thousand steers. Let's set your outfit up for success. So over the next few months, the crew from Neogen is going to share tips and tricks on how to make your outfit as successful as possible with the right genetics how to add value to your bulls, how to select those bulls, feeding the right kind of cattle that work for you, and ultimately taking some of the guesswork out of the cattle business. Tune in right here for the latest information. And if you have questions, just fire them our way. You can email us at ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Text me at 707-RANCH20. Call me and leave me a message there. Message us via social media. And most importantly, you're going to figure out what program works the best for you. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Hey, crew, welcome back. Now, I was charged with a task from a few different listeners, and that task was options for selling their calves. Pretty darn big task if you ask me, but now let me give you just a little bit of a background and some information on on these particular calves. I'm talking we have Gelvy Balancer and Gelvy influenced calves to be very specific and looking for some options. Crew, I've got a buyer for you. Now I can't promise a deal can be made, but I have the info. So joining me today is dairyman turned cattle buyer, Bobby Hendrickson, we go way back actually. Bobby is a livestock rep licensed in five different states. Bobby, thanks for joining us on the show today. Let's start here. As I said, you and I, and we were talking off air about how we actually worked together per se back in the old days when, when I was in the sale management business and, and I was managing a number of seed stock bull and female sales. Bobby, you were speaking to a crowd about Gelvy and Gelvy influence cattle. How did you come about the Gelvy cattle? But if I'm not mistaken, that's kind of how the conversation, I think, started 20, 15 years ago between you and I. Of, you know, here you Yeah, you're, light's coming on, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. You know, you say a, re, a retired dairy farmer. So yeah. how in the heck did you come across the, the Gelvy cattle where you said, okay, this makes sense in terms of the grid. This makes sense in terms of what I'm trying to do. This makes this makes sense in terms of my financial yeah. statement of how ultimately I got to make this thing work. Yeah. Well, the calf itself, when I seen the calves the first time, um, the Gelvy calves, I mean, that's what attracted me to the animal. They're a continental bloodline, you know, a little bigger bone, but they're well-muscled animal. They're docile. Uh, a lot of the growers have extremely docile cattle. You know, that's another thing you got to remember. There's always going to be those knotheads in the pen that, you know, they're they're top dog and they're going to, you know, they're going to run you out of the pen. So, and these cattle haven't done that. They're very 
very tame, uh, it seems like. And uh, we've learned over the years that tame cattle grow good, scare cattle never grow. I'm going to kind of go down that road just a little bit in terms of temperament and feeding cattle. I mean, that's something not just feeding cattle, temperament in general, having those those hot-headed critters that uh, they cost you money. Have you compared apple to apple with that, that you can actually say, all right, I fed this pen of of calves over here, I fed this pen of steers, and this is how maybe this one, or, or even that specific one versus this one. It, it, have you ever put pen to paper and, and calculated dollars to cents and say, here's my proof. If I have this one that's honking at me every darn time that I try to do X, Y, and Z, he is expelling more energy coming after me and not, not getting after converting a roughage to a usable product. Mm-hmm. Well, what we do before we buy any calf, we do a, a cash flow on the cattle. So you can calculate that out to see if you, if it's worth chasing or not, the calf. It's got to be a black ink or don't do the deal. Right. Um, and that's where sometimes the growers don't like me is because I, I dig my, my heels in for my farmers on this end of it because, like I said, uh, I'd rather keep the gate shut and have them some kind of a, a small profit than going in red ink. Right. Because the doors are going to close on them. And that's what a lot of guys, you know, they they don't understand that. And uh, like I said, the whole world's got to work. The packer, he's greedy. He's going to make most of the money anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to find a way to make the rancher and the, the, the feedlot finisher also uh, stay alive. With what you just said, they got to make sense. Where I mean, if you, if you keep on going backwards, you're not going to have a job anymore. I mean, we can only no, lose, exactly. right? We can lose so much money, and that's just how. Welcome to the ranching business, I should say, everybody. Yeah, I, I learned that <laughs> in the first 10 years in this business, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so do you have a, and I'm assuming that you do, do you have a formula that when you're going out and procuring cattle and looking at calves where you have to, okay, I can very easily back some of the calves into this formula and, and ka-chunk, ka-chunk, Find out if this is one, given the prices that I have today, I can find, I can look real quick if I can even put a bid in on those calves. And now you know, even to the point of what I can bid up to. I, I only buy myself personally. I act as an order buyer, basically. Okay. Um, what I do is the farmer calls me up and says, go find me some calves. So basically, I don't buy from the ring. I buy farm fresh calves is what I do. Okay. Like I said, I, that's how I act. Um, so the door is open pretty good right now. And like I say, we're we're starting to chase calves pretty heavy now. So, You know, whenever we have an interview like this where we say this person is, is doing, especially with one of my buyers, then all of a sudden, man, I tell you what, my emails blow up, my phone lines blow up because everybody in the country that is raising that kind of critter wants to get a hold of you, Bobby, and wants to say, well, you come down, you bid on my calves, right? <laughs> so is that's that's normally normally how, how it happens. So are you constantly on the look-see to find more cattle that fit your program, fit that spreadsheet, fit the grid? Are yes. you looking for I, more? I'm after time? that rancher that wants to go to that feed yard, build a relationship with them. Which you got to remember, I'm getting older, lazier, and smarter. Um, <laughs> I want that same calf to go to the next ranch or the set that next year. That's how what I'm doing is I'm not getting rich in this deal, but what I'm doing is I'm getting a supply of good calves. Uh, I got gridden cattle for the packing house. He's going to buy my cattle whether he likes me or not because I got what he needs. Mm-hmm. So oh. it's kind of a it's a win win situation for everybody. And I know I'm I'm kind of acting as a middleman here. Mm-hmm. I look at it this way: I earn my keep. 
that's what it is. You can't get anybody doing anything for nothing nowadays. So that, that's the importance of this is I'm trying to keep people alive and, and, and build a rapport with everybody. So they understand each other. And like I said, his bottom line is the world's got to keep turning. Kind of very broad, but yet very specific. How do Gelvy, Balancer, Gelvy Influence Genetics, how do they fit your program? How they, how they do that is, like I said, it, it makes my job easier to sell to the pack and else because I got what he wants. I have leaner carcasses. I have the, the ribeye sizes that they're looking for. I have the cattle that are marbled. And I'm talking about um, so percentage of prime, percentage of choice, yield grade ones and twos. Uh, we're not going to have a lot of, uh, I'm going to say, dark cutters and this kind of uh, problem with a lot of our cattle. We've worked with our feedlots. Uh, we've gone to Texas with them. We've tried to stay to a local packing houses, but we'll, we'll take them wherever they work. I've been in the NHTC program. They work great for that program, you know, because that's a hormone-free program. Mm -hmm. And then those cattle, they usually get to live till the 18 to 20 months old, and then they go to markets overseas then. Hey, Bobby, thanks for coming on the show and visiting with us. I have Bobby's contact information. If you would like to visit with him personally and to see what he has on his buy list for who and where he is looking. So just Get a hold of me in the Ranch It Up studio by calling or texting 707-726-2420. You can email me, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Message me via social media. Got it? Good. The numbers when we come back. I have a question for you all. Is it too early to be thinking about calving season? Too early to be talking about scours? Do you want to gamble with that one? Well, here's the deal, and it's pretty simple. If you want to sell one in the fall, you need to have a live one this winter and spring. So let's get rid of the death loss from cryptosporinium and coccidiosis by feeding Pharmatan from Imogene Ingredients. Now, crew, I've talked about Pharmatan before, and it's easy to feed. It can be added to loose mineral, mixed into tubs, into mineral blocks. But here's where it gets very important and why I am talking about calving season now, why I'm talking about Pharmatan now. Your cows need to have Pharmatan in their system 90 days pre-calving, all right? And Pharmatan is now on my team of experts. So if you need some more information and you need some questions answered, you can get a hold of me. You can head online to PharmatanUSA.com. Look for Pharmatan on Facebook at Imogene Ingredients. Or you can call Paul 1 and Paul 2 at 515-745-1639. I've received a pile of messages, emails, texts, pretty much any way to get a hold of me asking about our swag line, our Ranch It Up gear. Finally! Just head to ranchitupshow.com, click on swag or shop, and check out the full line of Tigger-approved Merc. Long and short sleeve tees. Now, these are the really nice ones, the really soft ones, by the way. We've got hoodies, vests, our signature line of polos, ranchitupshow.com. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for hanging with us. Kirk Donsbach with Stone X Financial Incorporated is with me to go through the numbers. But, Kirk, i got to be honest, uh, I, I should have been paying a little more attention to last week. There was a lot of movement. There was a lot of exciting things that were going on. But i got to be honest, I, I tuned myself completely out of the markets 100% because Beck was feeling better. So we went out deer hunting. We went out 
pheasant hunting. We were not price hunting by any stretch of the imagination. But then kind of reading the recap a little bit, I thought, ah, now there was the one I should have been paying a little more attention to. We definitely had an exciting week, Tigger. Uh, we got the, that opportunity we've been waiting for to, to hedge our spring buys. That way had to liquidate. Hold on now. Um, you say that again. You We had the opportunity to what? Because that's the strategy we've been talking about for a while. So as we mentioned in the last couple of weeks, you know, I'm very concerned about March buybacks for the guys that had to liquidate because of the drought. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was Monday. We got a huge down day, huge down day, huge liquidation, which is obviously very uncomfortable if you're in the seller's position. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a buyer's position or looking to hedge the buy, uh, we got a massive down day. I believe it was almost $5 in the March contract, then rallied back two bucks almost all within the last 10 minutes of the day. Hit my targets. Um, for those that follow along in the newsletter, I'd circled 158 to 154. It actually tailed all the way down to 152. So any any price in there was a target of mine to try to hedge our spring buys. So just because maybe we didn't use that strategy a week ago, we're using this as an example. There is still plenty of opportunity, correct, for us to get in touch with you and start putting together this marketing plan of what and where and how and and to maybe potentially put this strategy into place, right? Absolutely. Um, I don't know if I'd move right here or any much higher, but uh, you never know what the market's going to be or where the next opportunity will lie. I don't know if I'd wait for 152 again, but, you know, anything under 160 is still a fairly good buy hedge. Gotcha. Okay, so – Given the little nuggets, I like this, Kirk. I got what I wanted, which some nuggets out of there. You got what you wanted because you like to go through the numbers. So, <laughs> so I will let you go through the numbers just a little bit more. You can dive into the weeds a little bit, Kirk, too, when you say, hey, there was a lot going on. It was an exciting week. There was movements. Tell us what some of the different movements have been in case there are individuals like me that were, were out deer hunting and pheasant hunting and kind of wanted to escape from the world a little bit. I would be glad to because I haven't got to the really interesting part, and that's how we finish the week in the cash market. Okay. I'm going to bait you a little bit and make you listen to all the numbers before I get to the real exciting news. So November feeders closed Friday, November 5th at 158.82 and a half. That's up two and a quarter week to week. The feeder index or the average cash price was 155.27. You'll notice that the feed, November feeder futures are carrying a 360 premium cash. So that may give a little bit of caution to how much more November feeders could rally. With that being said, I'm quite bullish on the deferred contracts. December live closed 131.70, also up 240 on the week. And here's the here's the nugget. Here's the exciting news. Cash traded 130 to 132, up four to $5 on the week. And they still slaughtered 650,000 head. It's not the 668 we got last week, but a very respectable 650,000 head. And even with that volume, Box has also rallied 382. So, again, we've got higher prices on not higher volume, but very solid volume. And then December corn closed down 16 cents at 552.75. So when you were talking about those particular numbers and, and you said, hey, wait for it, and when you when you tell me 4 to $5 higher and an eyebrow or two of mine raised, is there confidence and strength in that, Kirk, you think going forward into the next few weeks that there might be a little bit of a momentum 
moving into that, you think? 132 is awful high, right? So you never know where a market's going to top mm-hmm. out. But I think the big indicator is we've been talking about Packer leverage for literally years. Right, right. It's obviously the hot top, hot topic. And we've all have been talking how leverage is good, beginning to shift, et cetera, et cetera. This is the first week I've seen in some time where the Packer has had to step out aggressively on a Friday and spend 4 or $5 more than the week before and 2 to $3 more than they were spending at the beginning of the week. To me, the first real signal that leverage not only might change in the future, but may very well be the, the actual start of a leverage shift to the feedlot. So when you say very exciting, I will concur that, yes, very exciting movements. Um, optimism, I'm going to say, potentially, hopefully, especially when we move into that time when we start getting closer here to the holidays and things. Yeah, we get a little exciting when, when there's a lot of bread heifers that are moved, but then all of a sudden, you know, after that thing slow down for the re- end of the year. So I'm, I'm optimistically hopeful. There you go, Kirk. If, that, if that's a term that you can classify and you can check and clarify me when I fill out my application to become a client. Did you see how I did that, Kurt? See, I maneuvered that in there. <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> hey, if you're wanting some more information and to read the newsletter that does come out either on Sunday evenings or early, early Monday mornings and just has all of this information that Kirk and I go through, but with a whole lot more detail and a lot of links that you can dive deeper into the weeds, you can just text Cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. Kirk, I appreciate you. Looking forward to next week. As always, Tigger, it's an opportunity I look forward to and appreciate very much. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. And now for our famous last words brought to us by David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services. This one goes out to all of you from international countries that have tried to order official Ranch It Up swag and can't get the shipping to go through. So we have fans internationally is what you're saying. Yeah. We have proof now. (laughs) Just get a hold of us here at the studio and we will help you out. Email, call, text, message us on social media. You know how to get a hold of us. So basically we've had some people that have reached out and said we've been trying to purchase some swag. We're from a different country other than the United States. And we weren't able to get it shipped, particularly Peter in Hungary was trying to By get something By the way, hi, ordered. Peter. Hey, Peter, how you doing? Was trying to get something ordered. And yes. It didn't, didn't so everybody, out, so. if you're international, just get a hold of us. We'll, we'll get your stuff out to you. And now that's going to wrap it up for today, crew. A big thanks to the boss lady, Beck, for coming in. Bobby Hendrickson and Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. A big thank you to our partners, Pharmatan from Imogene Ingredients, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Crew, so glad y'all came with me one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text me 24 7 at 707 726 That is 707 Ranch. Wenty got it good. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy crew and ranch it up. Mm-hmm.